Previously on Planet Arcana. We last left our three fools in the Dream Network's emotion tier, facing an army of doppels approaching from the horizon before the clouds obscure them from the party's view. Amidst shifting gemtone lights that bestow boons and banes upon the combatants, Crater Wayne successfully regulates his emotions, parting the clouds long enough for everyone to jump to the next tier by reminding themselves of what is real and what is not. Having passed their respective reality checks, the crew reunite in the manifestation tier. Before them stands Vlad's manifested mansion, even grander than its counterpart in the physical world. Battered from their encounter and unable to tell how much time has passed, our heroes press on without delay. Within the manor, Riot, Crater, and Celestine follow a web of echo-laden threads through spontaneously appearing doorways and into a series of rooms that expose the deepest corners of Vlad's personality. In one, a manifestation of his inspiration, Vlad headlines a show with his idol, the famous Patricia Tremolo, as his opening act. In another, Vlad's disgust manifests as jealousy of Bon Bon Vibrato Solmazate's talent and fame. Yet another manifests the love between Vlad and Coke's archaic. Another still manifests his former employer, Chrissy Crisson, the very person who would now see him dead. Armed with these secrets, the crew barges into Vlad's manifested bedchambers where they find the name Sveratu himself, guitar in hand, strung with the golden Ica slick threads themselves. As their battle begins, it is clear that Vlad is shaken by the crew's knowledge of his most intimate thoughts, but this does not prevent him from attacking in frantic furor. And so we return as Riot and Celestine face a wall of grotesque goats, and Crater Wayne stands impaled on the end of Vlad's longsword. I can hear you. I am listening. I can hear the cacophony coming from all across the Fifth Collide. Oh, how I miss you, my dearest darling. I miss the clockwork, the neon, the networks. Oh, these metropolises, these, these verdant, desolate biomes. Oh, the fun and games we have planned. But always with the promise that we are on a blinding path of success. You will be tried. You will be compromised. I repeat, we've been compromised. Do not despair. You will see the world. You will know planet Arcana. You will find All it takes is a friend. All it takes is perseverance. All it takes is a little sweat. All it takes is a key. Deep in the ever-shifting of Vladimir, you find yourselves. 
Goats bleat Vlad's name and spray you with fire. An organ plays dissonantly, pulsing painfully across your brain. A momentary wave of confidence washes over you when Vlad was so easily shaken by Celestine's cutting words about how Bon Bon could easily best Vlad's riffs. Momentary, of course, because... Vlad quickly turned the tide, using the tethered golden threads as a shield against Crater's blow and impaling him on his longsword. Crater, feet dangling off the kaleidoscopic floor, and face to face with an almost impossibly strong Vlad, effortlessly holding the sword aloft, gets the full brunt of a phrase delivered both by Vlad and the voice of the devil in tandem. They're happy to give me their true names. <laughs> They're Dying for it. <laughs> and Crater is grappled. It is the end of Crater's turn. We've got four goats and Vlad, and I am turning the turn over to you, Riot. Oh my god. <laughs> I had one idea in the wings last time, but I think that's too too chaotic <laughs> and silly for right off the bat. Oh, I disagree. I don't know what the idea is, but (laughs) there is no such thing as too chaotic and silly. Okay, well, okay. Riot just turns and punches Celestine in the face. (laughs) (laughs) I did ask for that. (laughs) Okay, um, I am going to cast Phantasmal Force on Vlad from where I am good for 60 feet. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to craft an illusion, and uh, this target must make an intelligence saving throw, so go okay. on ahead. Not particularly strong <laughs> intelligence. Nice. I am very intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like you're um, compensating. <laughs> I did roll a 14. Oh, man. Oh, oh God. Did yeah. I just beat it? Yeah. Shit. Fuck. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess I will uh, go up on the wall so I can kind of have a good vantage point uh, on all these goats with my spike feet. And as a bonus action, I'm going to hide <laughs> as a bonus action. Oh, I really wanted to see that pan out, but it, it just barely does not right. It goes scampering up the wall, perhaps concealing herself behind one of the columns that sort of extrudes. And that's your turn? Yep. We're going to flip it on over to Vlad himself. At the top of Vlad's turn... You all see the threads that are stringing his guitar that seems to be like intertwined with Vlad and the room and the rest of the mansion. They start to pulse with this golden glow that are so bright that you can see it through even the ichor. They pulse and the light starts moving in a direction towards Vlad and he starts absorbing it and you can see him start to glow too as he starts to laugh a maniacal laugh. Uh, Just imagine it. It's maniacal. Um, And he regains... 25 hit points at the top of his turn. Oh, pardon me. (laughs) Well, I never. (laughs) And he turns to where he should be able to see Riot and he goes to say something. He's just like, and where did she go? (laughs) (laughs) And then he, with Crater in tow, is going to move, keeping Crater aloft on the sword. Uh, move a little bit closer to the goat so that he can see Celestine, basically, and is within... Oh, I just 
I can't. The goats are in the fucking way. <laughs> These goats. Okay, I wanted to move close enough to Celestine, but the goats are in the way. So uh, Vlad sh- shimmies, <laughs> crab walks with with uh, Crater on the sword, and he's just like, fuck. And he's gonna look at you, Crater, and he looks you deep in the eye and starts to uh, little beads of sweat form on his brow, and he just looks at you and he's like doing that shaking thing where he's like trying not to fart um and you, you can see the the ichor on the threads is glowing starting to glow black which is like competing with the golden glow of the threads and you can feel this corruption starting to emanate from both the threads and from vlad and crater i need you to make a constitution saving throw hmm okay you can do a crater oh uh yeah great that's a 27 oh Okay. Necrotic damage seepes seep seepes. <laughs> Necrotic damage seeps out from the threads and from Vlad, and you can feel it starting to fill your brain and your body, but you manage to resist. You do, do still take half damage, which in this case is going to be fifteen necrotic damage. Oh boy. Okay. Um Cool. Yep. Okay. Are you still up? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, okay. I'm great over here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Vlad stands between all of his goats, betwixt all the goats, with crater held aloft, looking at Celestine, who's just too far away, and that's going to end his turn. Celestine narrows his eyes and then winks at him. <laughs> he does it too, sort of confusedly. <laughs> all right. Seeing Vlad sort of trying to pass through them. The goats are going to look at him and sort of understand his intention. One of them is going to step forward to join the first goat that acted, getting right up next to Celestine. Vlad. No, 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 no. I hate goats. (laughs) The goat looks wounded and is going to be exhaling fire in a 15-foot cone against thee. Make me a dexterity saving throw. Sure. 19. Oh. <laughs> Is that the good sound? <laughs> <laughs> Darn you. Darn you. Curse. They can't swear. The goats can't swear. Yeah, that's right. Goat, goat law. What a strange haunted boudoir. <laughs> oh, and it's about to get stranger. So you are going to take uh, half of what I put roll on this fire damage. Let's see here. Oh, boy. Half of 22, 11 damage to you, Celestine. So taken. So taken, and so ends the goat's turn. But where one goat ends its turn, another steps forward. <laughs> I am displeased. So tired of these goats. Unfortunately, it cannot actually get to you because the first two goats are blocking. <laughs> I mean, they're, he's free to spray fire all over his friends. That's fine. Yeah. We'll just have a little roast goat. I'm just going to look goat. at Hyde here for a section. What, what could I do? I can't do, I can't, just can't see Riot. You can roll a perception check against Riot's stealth. Okay, so this goat is also going to get a little bit out of Vlad's way here. And it's going, it knows Riot is around. (laughs) And I'm going to roll that perception. Oh, does this check rely on hearing or smell? I'm going to say I'm going to smell Riot out. (laughs) So I get advantage on this. Yeah. Ooh, that was... Ooh, I rolled two threes, so that's a four, and that's not going to do it. Okay, <laughs> oh I can't see Riot. This goat is, wants to stay out of its master's way, 
Um, so it's just going to like hold a bite. <laughs> it's it's got a bite primed and ready for chomping. Uh, and that will so end this goat's turn. The last goat likewise cannot reach Celestine and does not want to damage <laughs> its compatriot, so it's also going to go looking for Riot. <laughs> it's going to move to where it sort of thinks it last saw Riot, and we're going to do another perception advantage. Come on, fucking goat. Okay. Okay. That's a 20 dirty. Does Riot get to roll deception against that? Stealth. 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 Right, yeah. That is 21. Oh my <laughs> god. Oh, it almost catches a whiff, but then it gets confused by the Dolce and Gabbana. <laughs> <laughs> it's that latex is sealing in that flavor. They should be rolling at, at disadvantage on the smell because of all of the Dolce and Gabbana in here. <laughs> um, they're olfactory senses are completely destroyed by the d and <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so ends that goat's turn. And yet again, in its place, the very first goat that acted will take its turn. And I'm just gonna roll to see something. <laughs> it, it's a little spent from that last breath of fire and yet it feels the love of its master fill it and it goes <gasps> and expels a freaking another cone of flame uh give me stars give me that dex saving throw 16 okie dokie you're gonna take half let me roll this up oh boy i'm rolling good oh no i'm not <laughs> ten, ten damage. Celestine just chews his weed a little bit and spits on the ground. It's like Ma always used to say, only thing a goat's good for is stewing and chewing. <laughs> it clumps its hoof at you and whips its hair out of its eyes morosely, and it's going to create a path for its comrades and get around the other side of you, flanking you now with two goats, Celestine. Mm. And that will be that goat. And now it's you. Goats to the left of me, goats to the right. (laughs) Stuck in the middle of goats. (laughs) Uh, All right. Bonus action, wild shape into star form. And then I will cast a cure wounds on myself. And my star will let me also heal somebody else uh, as a result. So let's, let's do that. What do I get here? First level cure wounds. Did you spit on my floor? (laughs) (laughs) Who does that? (laughs) All right. So uh, 12, 12 points of healing for me and crater. Mm -hmm. You're probably looking pretty low, aren't you? I've seen better days. I've been worse though. (laughs) Crater, take 20. 20. 20. You bet. Oh, boy. My boy. Beautifully healed. I'm not going to move because I would just take goat bites. I guess. I uh, just want to take the opportunity to sort of mention that as this is occurring, Celestine, you recall that cutting remark you made to Vlad and how it seemed to affect him. Were you to do it again, I would call that a bonus action and it might have some further effect. Right. Okay. So, but I, I used a bonus action to wild shape and then I used an action to cast a spell. So that's my... That's my turn. That's all I got. Oh, okay. So the the realization comes upon you just a little bit too late, and you realize that your turn is over. (laughs) This brings us... Well, it should bring us to Crater, 
But something occurs again within this room. <laughs> the room seems to respond, and the organ once more starts to make some noise, although rather than a chord this time, it's like a clomping. And you look over and you actually see it begin to clomp around the room, and the keys turning into like teeth of a mouth, opening and closing, slamming shut repeatedly, the wires and hammers acting as grisly teeth. And I'm going to make everyone do a deck save. Would you classify this as a spell or a trap? <laughs> huh. No. <laughs> no. Okay. I got, I got to try. I I respect that. Four. That's a fail. Fourteen. That's a fail. Mm, great. Twelve. That's a fail. Fuck. And so... Did you roll like a two there, Sky? How would you like get a twelve? You're a rogue. Four. <laughs> I've got eight oh. for dexterity thing. Oh, Gonna be dealing yeah. out from that organ twelve bludgeoning damage. As the piano's mouth keys come slamming into you and as it runs around the room and then retakes its position in the corner settling down and becoming silent once more well don't love that don't love it i kind of loved it i loved it (laughs) (laughs) the organ is so satisfied with that praise its keys like ruffle a little bit (laughs) that's gonna bring us to crater okay here's some bullshit coming oh oh at Um, the top of your turn crater there's like a necrosis happening uh, on the sword coming from the threads and coming from Vlad himself. At the top of your turn, since you are grappled, you are going to take eight necrotic damage from the sword. Cool. Cool, cool. Love that. Okay. Can I manifest something here since we're in the manifestation tier? Like similar to how we were getting to this chamber, we were able to manifest some doors. Can I think really fucking hard and maybe manifest that well or like that pit that was at the in the basement of the mansion try to figure out what the role would be for this wisdom okay and this will be bonus action depends what you're trying to do yeah let me hear your pitch yeah give me the pitch about what you're trying to do and i'm gonna have you roll uh, a wisdom roll i mean like as we were coming to vlad's chamber here we were manifesting doors left and right i think as i'm like on top of the sword looking down upon Vlad. I'm thinking really, really hard about that pit uh, that we initially jumped down to to get into the sub-basement of the manor. And I'm really trying to conjure that to appear directly below Vlad. Okay, I'm gonna say that's a full action, if that's okay. Would you still like to do that, full action? Sure, yeah, sure, that was was, was my plan all along. Let's let's do it. Okay. I guess what effect are you hoping for? Make him fall down a fucking pit. Hurt him a bunch. Because <laughs> you're grappled, so you'll be going to. Uh, yeah, yeah, I have a plan for that. It's okay. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. All right, give me that wisdom roll. That would be a zero. Oh, oh my god. Oh. Wow. You just can't quite conjure it. The, the pain is too intense. Oh. Well. That makes me sad. Well, me too. Well, well, well. Uh, I guess I'll just... Uh, bonus action quick step off of the sword as a bonus action to get away from Vlad. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> so I'm just gonna I'm, yeah. just, I'm just gonna shoot 30 feet away uh, in this room. I guess 25 feet away because based on this map I that's the furthest I can go. And then I'm out of danger. Oh wow. Okay so an intense stare down occurred between Vlad and Crater almost like they were both trying not to fart. But nothing actually <laughs> happened. And then Crater just blips 
<laughs> off the sword and to the other side of the room. I will say, as I as I blip away, there's like a little bit of uh, like fire that emanates from me as that yeah. happens. So uh, Vlad will take two points of fire damage. Ooh, ouch! How's he looking? <laughs> <laughs> he does like kind of stumble a bit when you're suddenly off of his sword you know what I mean like he takes a step back uh, pretty clumsily when there's suddenly a bunch of less weight off of his sword is that your turn crater yeah that's all I got all right turn spent we're rolling this back over to riot okay uh, I'm gonna jump from my space on the wall and would you consider my using my spike feet as a weapon oh, <laughs> I would l- I would love to consider that. Could I use like the mechanics of like my short sword, maybe, if I'm coming from such a height? I think oh, that sounds yeah. reasonable. Yeah, it's they're both like short range, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. Absolutely. Oh, I just need this to happen. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm going to. Are you fucking launching off the wall into blood? <laughs> so that's 19 to hit. Oh, it just misses. No. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, leap off of the wall and just glance by Vlad and my spikes hit the concrete and it's very uncomfortable and I'm stuck between the goats and Vlad. I think as you're jumping, he just barely catches you behind him and you see the threads string out from the guitar and one just like barely like nicks the back of your foot and puts you off balance and you just, you just barely miss. (sighs) Uh, as a bonus action, I'm going to say Vlad could never to his face. Oh, okay. <laughs> With spit, if I might add. <laughs> With spit on Vlad? Just a little. Just a little spittle in my speech, yes. Vlad looks <laughs> shaken by that, especially as you deliver the, the exact phrase that was <laughs> in his manifested room. I'm going to have you roll whatever you'd like to roll that you would think embodies this action that you're taking, that you're trying to, like, psych him out. Okay, I am going to use uh, intimidation. Cool, I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, that's 24. Oh. Riot, you deliver a perfect rendition of that one audience member who said Vlad could never. And as you land, though you didn't you didn't land the hit on Vlad. As you touch down on the ground and look at him, you see him, he's shaken. He's so shaken, in fact, that you watch as the golden threads, the golden light is pulsing, and it seems to like hit a bottleneck right before him. You suspect that whatever was pulsing through these threads to regenerate him, you've put a stop to it for now. Oh, all right. Not nothing. Not, it's definitely not <laughs> nothing. <laughs> it's the furthest from nothing it could possibly be. <laughs> all right, is that your turn, Riot? Yep. Well, then it's Vlad's. Vlad goes to regenerate. The golden light pulses through the threads and he looks at them expectantly and something's wrong. Something's not happening and he's expecting it to and he's just like, What did you do? How did you get here? Who are you? Your worst nightmare, motherfucker. He (laughs) looks at you, Riot, standing right in front of him, and he swings around with his longsword maniacally. That's his vibe today. Maniacal. (laughs) 21 to hit? Yeah. Okay. You are going to take... 17 slashing damage, Mm -hmm. 6 necrotic damage, and he's going to attack you again. What? Okay. (laughs) Oh, fuck. 
15 to hit. Ah, uh, yeah, hits. Oh, okay. Oh. 18 slashing damage. Okay. And three necrotic damage. I'm down, baby. Oh my god. Holy okay. Shit. In both fear and anger and confusion, as you deliver this line, though he couldn't regenerate, he kind of goes uh, just absolutely batshit and just starts swinging the sword at you with intention to really hurt you. And he puts you down. Another thing happens as you go down, however. You see one of the goats, the one right behind you, start to sort of disintegrate. It collapses to its knees. And as Vlad reacts to his inability to regenerate and heal, the goat likewise decays and particulates and floats away, mm-hmm. leaving three goats remaining. Have you ever been down before, Sky? No. Oh, man. How's it feel? <laughs> Not great. <laughs> you get used to it. It's okay. <laughs> you get used to it. Oh, God. All right. Vlad, that was bad. And now it's the goat that remains standing beside you right and flat. It's the goat's turn. And seeing its comrade go down and seeing that its other two remaining comrades are flanking Celestine, it's not going to leave its master, but it is going to move itself and put itself between Vlad and Crater in the corner of the room, and it's also going to just roll something. Nope. And, uh, yeah, it's going to hold, hold a bite, and that's its turn. Now for one of the two goats. The very first one to act at the beginning of this battle is also going to roll something. Nope. <laughs> and it's going to lower its head and sort of come charging at Celestine and attempt a bite. Twelve. No. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Dang it. Shit. Goats are trying to bite me. <laughs> this is obscene. Yeah. What are you keeping goats in the house for anyway? I like their small red and black dickies ties. <laughs> it's the thing I like the least about them, if I'm honest. They're fashionable. I mean, that's a subjective thing, I suppose. <laughs> the goat in question shakes its fringe and dickies tie and is just going to sort of run and position itself between between you and Vlad, essentially, leaving one goat behind. I mean, do I get to... I, I, I don't ever do this, but can I take an attack of opportunity? <laughs> can I take a little swing at the thing? Yes, you may. I do have, like, a rusty scimitar that I never use. <laughs> you, have a, you have a scimitar? Yeah, yeah. Oh. It, well, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a machete, you know, that you'd, that you'd, uh, you know, chop Top some stuff with. I don't know. I missed. Don't get me wrong. It was nothing. <laughs> I rolled a four. So <laughs> you, you bravely try to swing at the goat as it goes by with your surprise scimitar. <laughs> it just flies out of my hand because I'm not used to swinging it at all. <laughs> I forgot I had this. <laughs> clang, clang, clang on the ground. <laughs> and the goat's like, man. <laughs> hey, you shut up. You shut up. It's hard. It's hard to swing a scimitar when you're surrounded by goats. You don't know. It rolls its eyes and flicks its fringe, and that's its turn. So bringing tired us of these goats. To, to you. These Celestine. motherfucking goats. And this motherfucking <laughs> boudoir. <laughs> Celestine, uh, seeing Riot down, obviously is going to is going to do something about that. I honestly did not think I would be standing on my turn, surrounded by goats as I am. Bonus action healing word on myself, and I'll take eight hit points back. Riot. 
you take not great, but you can take twelve hit points. And wow, amazing! Back. Thank That's you. That's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. For a bonus action, not so bad. <laughs> yes, for say. real. With my action. I'll call out to Vlad. You couldn't even keep anybody down for one single round. That's why Coax is never gonna stay with you. <gasps> and I hold up Coax's ring. Look, <gasps> look what I found. It was just laying on the ground like it meant nothing. Oh, good. Coax and I have a unique relationship. I think you had a unique relationship. Um, I need you to roll whatever. Whatever role you think that would be. Um, all right. Nothing that makes sense is very good. I guess. I guess. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. Yeah. The, the fact that you're using your full action for it lowers the DC. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, I am lying, so I'll go deception. I think that's what makes sense. Cool. <laughs> Eight. Oh, oh. Coax and I are in a good place. <laughs> if you say so. He does seem rather confident. <laughs> As you end your turn, Celestine, your environment reacts once more. This time, as though in reaction to the slander that you just spoke against Vlad and Coax, the stained glass windows begin to rattle, rattling, 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 and then they burst and shards of glass come flying towards each of you and everybody give me a deck saving throw. Would you consider this a spell oh. and or a trap? <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck. Seven. Just fail. Yeah. Six. Six. Ooh, fail. Uh, 26. There we go. That's a success. So you are going to take half of, uh, the total is 12. So half six for Riot. Everyone else is taking 12 piercing damage. Also, since Riot, since it was a dexterity saving throw, you take half. You actually take no damage because you succeeded on it. Gotcha. Right. Nice. Beautiful. Okay. That is going to bring us back to Crater. I'm technically not raging anymore as I didn't attack on my last turn, which kind of complicates things a little bit. Okay. I'm going to be doing a little bit of a setup for myself for next round. This is going to suck probably. Um, so I'm on the other end of this room. There's currently a goat between Vlad and I, and Vlad is standing over, <laughs> over Riot, which is not great. Um, <laughs> However, I do have enough movement to just kind of skirt around this goat. They got 50 feet of movement, so I think I can avoid this goat entirely. So, yeah, I'm just going to take the long way around this room. And you have to clamber over the four-poster bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tangled in the silk sheets. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, like, breaking bed bedposts as I'm running through it. And, like, <laughs> the box spring was not made for someone of my weight. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to get right up to Vlad. And I'm going to whip an arm around him, and I'm going to try to grapple him. Oh, oh okay. Let's do this. Contested roll. Contested roll. This is athletics, right? Uh, f- yeah, for you it is. Okay. I oh. rolled an 18. Oh, I rolled a 23. Oh, oh my God. So can I, like, put an arm around around his neck and then just, like, throw him to the ground and, like, hold him in, like, a bear hug while laying on the ground. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make both of y'all prone? Yes. Or okay. That's what I'm trying to do anyways. This will all make sense next, next turn. <laughs> As my bonus action, can I just call him a weak little bitch because that was really easy? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. I am a strong little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. What what are you calling this role, Crater? <laughs> Can I do intimidation? Because I just manhandled him so bad. Absolutely. Give me that manhandle intimido. Uh, 14? Oh, it, it does get to him, but not in this in the way that you wanted it to get to him. Okay. When you say that, though, you hear that same thing that happened not moments ago where Vlad's voice starts to mix with another familiar voice. And you hear him say, Now, don't, don't get emotional, old man. You see him sort of like taken over for a second as he says that, and then he like shakes it off and continues to look at you. Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck yes. Is that your turn, Crater? Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm just on the ground having a cuddle with Vlad right now. <laughs> <laughs> just very similar to how you are in the physical world currently. <laughs> and that brings us to Riot. Okay, I'm, I feel like I can find a spot that's not nestled next to Crater, and I'm just gonna cut to the chase and just shoot the guy uh, with my gun. I will say that since he's prone, you'll have disadvantage on ranged attacks, but advantage on melee attacks. So, oh, yeah, because he's laying down, which makes him harder to shoot. <laughs> but he's so, like, what sword. if I put my gun right next, like against his skin? I mean, you would think, right? <laughs> yeah, but melee. Okay, I guess short sword it is. Stab that son of a bitch, Ms. Ryan. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's a dirty 20. Hell yeah. (laughs) You land that fucking hit, baby. (laughs) All right. And it's a sneak attack because Crater is holding him. So let's see here. Okay, that's 27. Christ in heaven. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Vlad wriggles around being (laughs) short-sorted in the arms of a crater. In the arms arms of an angel. In the arms of the crater. crater. It's too hot. (laughs) Christ. Now, I have a... I was thinking of doing a bonus action. There's this one that I haven't ever actually used, like the disengage, stab to get away and exit melee. Is that a thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could just run away and not uh, prompt an opportunity attack. Yeah, I think I'll just go on over here. You have to spend half your movement to stand up because you were prone. I was? Yeah, because you went down. Oh, because I went down. So I'm just going to go over here near Celestine. Betwixt the goats and Celestine? Yeah. It's good to see you up and moving around, Ms. Riot. (laughs) Thank you for uh, curating this experience of being alive. (laughs) (laughs) Curating! (laughs) Celestine just tips his hat. (laughs) The life sommelier. (laughs) (laughs) What a classy exchange. (laughs) That's gonna bring us to Vlad himself. I've rolled both last turns to see if he gets his channel corruption move back, and he does not. Crater, you can feel the healing energy from the threads pulsing through towards Vlad, and last time there was a bottleneck and he couldn't access it, and this time he manages to get a hold of it. Vlad regenerates 25 hit points at the top of his turn. Fuck. Vlad's going to, from laying down, try to longsword you. Let's dance. Uh, Natural two. (laughs) (laughs) Let's dance. (laughs) Let's dance. Is that your sword? You're happy to see me. (laughs) I don't understand. Um, 28 to hit. Yeah, that is. Okay. Crater, 17 slashing damage. Oh my god, it's full damage too. God damn it. Yep. Six necrotic damage. Yep. And you are now grappled, which 
you were you're already sort of grappled with each other, but you are uh, <laughs> impaled on the sword again. It, cool. it feels like that moment where, like, you know, in 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 movies or cartoons, where like they're they're rolling around on the ground and one person's on top and then the next person's on top. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. totally. This brings us to the goats, of whom I did not manage to replenish any of their fire breath, so it's going to be a very bitey round indeed. <laughs> yeah, things are looking bleak in terms of fire, but we're <laughs> going to be noshing. We're going to be having some chomps. Uh, the one standing between Celestine and Riot is going to be trying to bite Celestine. Come on, bite me. Oh, that's a 24. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so here we go. 11 piercing damage plus ooh, 10 fire damage. From a bite? From a bite, yeah. The, right. the flames are imbued in the goat's teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Celestine takes the, takes, takes the bite and then like looks Riot in the eyes and just holds out a hand as he drops. Celestine's down. Oh, oh no! Oh, what? Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. That's the goat's turn. It is this other goat's turn, and it's going to simply move up to get next to Crater while still being next to its master, and we're going to go for a bite. It's a nat 20. Oh, my God. Okay, so... Give me that fire damage separately. Okay, yeah. Uh, So for the piercing, five piercing damage. Is, is that nat 20 applied? Sorry, 10 piercing damage. Okay. what I ask? And 10 fire damage only. That's halved because, uh, because I am fire resistant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so 5 to you for the fire. And Jesus. that's that's Ghost's turn. I, I, had, I had 9 hit points. That was very... Wow. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. And this final goat is gonna take its attempt with Riot. Eleven. No. That's his turn. Celestine. Death saving throw, right? Give it the death save. I am staring at my d20s here, trying to decide which one it's gonna be. (laughs) That one. Uh, That that one right there. Alright. Alright. I I had my hand on one when you said that, so here it goes. That's a 14. That's a pass. Okay. Okay. The haunted boudoir responds. Oh, fuck. Right. God damn. There's a layer action. No! (laughs) Yes, indeed. Okay. Oh, this is gonna be bad. Okay, from the bed tray, beside the bed, a door opens, revealing a nasty, undercooked egg flight from which an unpleasant (laughs) odor emanates. Uh, Hit me with a constitution saving throw, everybody. Do I just take a fail? Yeah. Like a a death fail? Death save fail? Yeah, yeah. So that's one failed death save for you, Celestine. Fifteen? Mm-hmm. Twenty-two. Oh, oh my god. Okay, Crater, <gasps> you succeed. You'll be taking half. Riot, oh you fail. Uh, what's what's gonna be half of this? Because I'm on the fucking edge right now. I know. Holy shit. Okay. Okay, well I rolled low. The full is nine. What, what kind of damage is this? Uh, sorry, it is necrotic damage. I am down. Oh my god. No, you take half of that. Yeah. Didn't you have... Oh. I had, I had four hit points, so... Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Good. Great. Excellent. It's gonna bring us to your first death save roll, Crater. 
I rolled a fucking nat 20. <gasps> yes! Oh my <laughs> fucking god! Yes! Oh my fucking god! <laughs> <laughs> fucking, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> Wait, so like, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm at one hit point, right? Yep. At the start of your turn. Yeah, you get a turn. <laughs> Oh my god, you get a turn! Oh. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um. Before you take it, Crater, I'm gonna offer you guys an out here. Because things are fucking dicey right now. Your healer is down. The two of you are, you and Riot are barely, barely clinging on. Here's what I'm gonna say. You can stay here, you're at the top of your turn, and try to finish this fight, or you can try to leave the networks and flee. Hmm. And we'll leave it up to rolling to get out of the networks because you're in a stressful situation. Last time, Snowshoe was helping you, guiding you out of the networks. You don't have him now, so you're going to have to do whatever you think is necessary to get out of the networks. But you can leave this scenario. How do we get Celestino? Yeah, that's going to be my question. Well, you all have some experience helping each other, guiding each other through the network, especially you, Riot, who you helped everybody jump from the digital network to the dream network when you first came here. And to that effect, we'll heighten the deal. Crater and Riot, you can both try to leave the networks now. And in doing so, you can drag Celestine behind you and you can all get out safely. But Riot, we'll let you attempt a roll for the whole group, for all three of you, at a much higher DC. But if you succeed and you're the sole person who makes the roll, you can drag everybody behind you. Hmm. And what kind of roll am I making? We'll leave it up to you. Like similar to the reality checks, if you want to tell us oh. in what way you try to, I guess it's not a reality check. It's more of like a, it's a waking up check. It's a pinch me check. Yeah. I, I would I would leave it up to whatever role you think is is good. And you are up after Crater. So you guys, it's up to you. Okay. I, th- I mean, and that's a kind of good deal to me. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you doing on, because you're, you're still acting, right, Crater? Yeah. If it's, if it's up to Riot, then I think I might just try to deal with Vlad real quick, just to make sure he can't really get to us as we try to do this, just, just in case we fail, just to give us a little bit of separation here. You could also sacrifice your action to give Riot advantage, because that's how we worked the reality checks. Okay. <laughs> it's up to you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. As a bonus action, I'm going to rage, go into uh, my slinky arms. Yes. Just to get some sort of defense. And then, yeah, I'll give up my action to give it to Riot. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Okay, that takes us to Riot. And let's let's set the DC before you do this. Yeah. I'm, I, bef- I am going to use... Wait. So, wait. The inspiration that Crater just gave me, that's for how much? Just advantage. Oh, it's just advantage. Okay, great. Yeah. The DC for just a reality check, and it's just to make it through to, to the following tier, the final tier, is just a 10. Oh, okay. But that's just to get from one place to the other in the networks. You're now trying to get from the networks to an entirely different plane of existence. So instead of just a 10, we're going to up the DC. We would up the DC by just five if you were individually trying. And since Riot is trying on her own to drag all three of you out, we're going to up it by another seven. So the DC is 22, Riot, for you to take everybody out. It's achievable. Yeah. Okay. So I look at Celestine on the ground. I look over at Crater and his slinky-armed majesty uh, and realize that we're, like, entirely struggling to survive. And uh, I feel this desperation to get us all out of here. And um, I remember how I used to... 
how I got good at uh, sleight of hand mm. was when I was a pickpocket and I did that. I didn't even think about it. I didn't, it was all in my body. I didn't feel, I didn't think it through. I didn't feel any guilt. It was all to survive. And thinking about that embodiment, that like, that groundedness, letting my body guide in order to stay alive, in order to keep my friends alive too, when I was first learning, that fills me and I want to make a sleight of hand roll to get us all out. Fuck, yeah. <sighs> okay. With advantage. With advantage. Okay, that is... 31. <laughs> <laughs> Does that pass DMs? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. Oh, that... That muscle memory that from pickpocketing and from unlocking and from finding those ways out, those small ways to unlatch and unclose things, it worked. You can feel it. And you can feel the other two feeling it as well. And it's an odd sensation. But you also recognize the feeling from making this jump once before. A tugging at your consciousness from two places at once. And a decision to go in the direction of the tangible, physical world where your bodies lie in satin alongside Vlad. But on your way between, a gap. Like when your lockpicks catch on a lock riot. A gap. A pause so brief and eternal it takes your breath away. And when your breath returns to you, it brings with it the following. And you receive this as though from your own voices. A spell. We will remember you, who once shared our company, and our decision will be instrumental in realizing your decision and in recovering precious lost knowledge. The prevailing knowledge of the time, in essence, the concept accepted by science, was that the digital and dream networks were created. The digital network was engineered as a cooperative effort. Between Regent Phase and Advisor Fate, their mission? To store all known data in a centralized capacity, to register all living creatures within that data bank, and to provide androids with, with wider access to the arcana. The amplifier, meanwhile, was constructed as just that, an amplification of that data, and an amplification of the administrator's power over that data. The administrator being Faze herself. Meanwhile, the prevailing knowledge of the time tells us the Dream Network was engineered in secret by a group of humans, presumed to be the same human scientists who were working to genetically extend, extend the lifespan of humankind. The Dream Network's purpose is lesser known, but assumed to run parallel to the digital network. Only, rather than data, the Dream Network sought to preserve memory, emotion, and magic. This prevailing knowledge was incorrect. The digital and dream networks were not created, they simply were. For how long, we cannot tell. But at least spanning back to when androids were sent to To have created the first humans. The network's storage of information, calculation, memory, emotion, and magic is inherent to their existence and was always accessible in a limited capacity to all living creatures through dreams or through, or through a deep meditative state. What did not always exist was the space between the networks. The space was created from necessity. The space was created with intent. The space was created by the maw of a great empty chasm that opened wide at the end of a collective journey. This space is secret, hidden from androids, from humans, from the arcana. 
The space between is born. Born of preservation. Born of protection. Born of love. Born of And from the gap you are pulled once more, and you complete your journey back to the physical world, back into Vlad's bed, back amidst the sheets, amidst the smell of Dolce and Gabbana, you've returned. That's so fucking wild. (laughs) (laughs) My own. There isn't a lot of time to discuss or absorb or even act on what just happened. You have awakened in Vlad's silk sheets, and blessedly... Though his brow is furrowed, and though he murmurs a little bit, Vlad remains in his big sleep. And then, Riot, you get a notification from your pip. Oh, dear. From 13. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're like, buckle up. And it says, I'm in position. When you're ready, we'll be in the basement for getaway. Distraction deployed in main room about an hour ago. Pretty long games of truth and dare, but winding down. Not much time left. Let me know. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. The uh, 13, 13 is here. We we got to go. They're in the basement somewhere. Okay. Let's get out of this. Sorry. Is Celestine awake? No. Celestine is, is, has zero hit points. <laughs> Celestine uh, needs something done about that. I will give him a healing potion if that's doable oh yeah for sure as right is doing that can i throw every single blanket in the room on top of vlad to make sure that his sleep is like as uncomfortable as possible (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna make him sweat yeah Yeah. (laughs) oh boy it's already smelling a little sweaty in here and dang how uh how much uh how much healing did uh, did i get on that potion oh okay I got four both times, so that's ten. Whoa. Beautiful. That's Holy nice. shit. Max value. Fuck yeah. Max value. <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> so much better than Max Headspace or whatever. <laughs> Max Headroom. <laughs> Max Headroom, that's right. Headspace. <laughs> Okie dokie. fuck. Uh, let's get out of here. Hi, yeah. Celestine. How uh, how are you? Celestine just shoots up in the bed. <laughs> what? <laughs> what happened? Is it dead? No. Mm. He's, he's he's very much not dead. I no. I'm almost dead. You're almost dead. Right. I'm almost, almost dead. dead. Yeah. 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 We'll- we need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh. Okay. Oh, all right. All right. Um. Do do I have thirteen's here? So thirteen's you know. here. Okay. Okay. Yeah, thirteen's yeah. in the basement. There's a distraction. Do I have time to do a quick round to cure wounds on folks? Sure. Okay. Let's give both crazy and Riot a second level cure wounds. Uh, so Crater takes 16. Riot, uh, same thing, takes 16. Oh, thank you. Nice. Thank you. I'm at 17 hit points now. I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> also, just to be clear about 13's messages, they're letting you know that like they'll come to you when you're ready. Oh. You just have to let them know. Okay, oh, pipping, okay. pipping them be like, now. All caps. <laughs> 17 okay. exclamation mark. Just perfect. <laughs> so, like, is, is there anything we want to do with Vlad here? Like, are we just gonna, are we just gonna leave with like our tails between our legs here? I don't like it, Crater. I, I, I don't like it at all. But I don't see what the, what the option is. I mean, perhaps we can rest up and regroup, and we, we found our way back into the networks on our own before. Hopefully we can do so again. Are there any kind of like mirrors in this area? 
like giant. Almost certainly. Yeah, like <laughs> gold. As if this haunted boudoir doesn't have a mirror. And I feel like um, I have, I actually know I do have some different samples of makeup, perhaps a lipstick. Ooh. Oh my. On a, me? Yeah. A okay. Lipstick message? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I know for sure I'm going to draw a big drawing of a really scary looking kitty. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. And then I'm going to turn to the other two and be like, you know, what do you think? Let's, uh, let's disparage. It's it's all we've got. (laughs) (laughs) Let's disparage. It's all we've got. (laughs) They can take our lives, but they can never take our disparage. (laughs) I mean, like, right, like it smells bad in here or something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, smells, smells bad, bad in here. You're, uh, you're, you're, not, you're not as hot as you are in your paintings. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm writing all these down like it's a chat board or something. <laughs> Patricia Tremolo has never heard of you. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, devastating. And then I'm going to write, don't quit your day job. Yeah. Oh. Chrissy says yeah. hi. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Behind your back, Bon Bon calls you bad, bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I feel this is, you know, this is cutting. Holy shit. <laughs> At no, some no, point, it bullying. is cruel. <laughs> and then I think, I think Crater will, will just take that lipstick, put it around his lips, and do a little kiss underneath on the mirror. Oh, yeah. just, just, Cute. <laughs> so classy. I'm going to fucking hate this guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That sounds good. That feels yeah. better than nothing. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck was that uh, new info all about? Did you all hear it too? Yeah. I thought I was the only one. Did you hear your own voice saying that back to you? Yeah, and yours. Yes. It, it, uh, I don't know if I understood everything that it was saying. Was it, I mean, like, was it real? Like, it it couldn't be, right? Like, that, is it true? There's so many pieces that, like, I don't, it must be like a, I don't know what to think of it. Ms. Riot, we have seen so many impossible things since we first started together that I'm not yet ready to to say what's true and what's not. Yeah, I, uh, I'm. I'm. I need to sleep with this for a second. Get my. I'm not sure I'm in the right headspace to try and digest everything. No. Sleep sounds so good right now. Let's get further away from death first. Hey, big boy. I'm Jay, one of the DMs. Hey, studs. I'm Sky, and I play Riot. I just wanted to ask you: Are you like into podcasts? potentially D&D podcasts. I hate to interrupt the show, but I want to talk to you about our D&D podcast and specifically about our Patreon. And if you don't know what that is, Patreon is a subscription service where you can donate a set amount of money every month to further someone's art project like ours. You can get in on some sweet perks in the process. For our $5 a month tier, for example, you can get yourself access to episodes a day in advance, ad-free. Or a $10 a month tier where you can get access to extra content, including episodes of Recharge, where the DMs and players discuss the events of the previous two episodes and get a little personal, a little weird, and even a little nasty. Ooh, a little nasty. But if you can't commit to that, I totally understand. We do have a coffee, which is a website where you can tip us if you're just enjoying the show. And the more patrons we get, the more we can start to focus on fun stuff, like merch and eventually more content. I love more content. I love more content. But if you can't support us financially, not to worry. 
If you just tell all your friends and maybe leave us a review, that would be so helpful. You can hit us up at planetarcana.com and patreon.com slash planetarcana. Also hit us up on all of the socials. It's Planet Arcana Pod on all the things. See you at the bar stud. Back to the show. So having received your message, a few creatures materialize in the room around you. We've got... (laughs) So into this haunted boudoir pops a very familiar, though they're not the same fae, but these two old geezers with the same grayish green skin, simian posture, impossible, impossibly old man faces. And uh, they come in and... uh, one of them goes, Old Tom and Old Thomas at your service. <laughs> and following slightly behind, we've got a strikingly beautiful humanoid, seemingly made of branches, leaves, and slowly moving vines. Hey. Oh. <laughs> and finally, one uncomfortably tall garden gnome with a pointy red polka dotted hat pops in behind her and goes, Oh. Thank you very much. <laughs> Hi. 13 in tow as well, Joseph. <laughs> okay, thank God. <laughs> hey, um, okay, things are wrapping up upstairs. How Vlad's still sleeping. Yeah, do we have yeah. To- yeah. We gotta get out of here. We didn't do good. <laughs> yeah, we're we're all about to die. We need to we need to leave, regroup, and redo this, I think. Okay. Or change the plan. Yeah, or not. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Um, let's go as soon as possible. Everyone pick a fay and we're gonna head over to my car. Celestine, Celestine come over here. Oh, see, I was gonna <laughs> sidle up to the nose. <laughs> I like the tree. <laughs> old Tom and old Thomas grab thirteen and Celestine. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. That's rude of me. I'm, I shouldn't. I'm not disappointed. You both look very nice. I just thought his hat was really cool. <laughs> Celestine, I know this is like not the important thing at this moment, but like, come over here. You you can have the gnome. <laughs> really, geezer pleaser? Like, I, I think you I think you and I could be friends. Let's go. You know, geezer, geezer pleaser. pleaser. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've traded Faye, <laughs> and uh, they in tandem. Dimension door you out of Vlad's haunted boudoir and directly outside where a waiting, it's like a ladybird, only it's significantly smaller. Two passenger doors and a cramped back seat. It's painted this outdated grayish green and the interior is wood trimmed. 13 turns to you and it's just like, listen, you get the most outdated shit when you wreck position a car from the specters anyway it will fit all of us let's get out of here let's go thank you 13 yeah yes thank you <sighs> so much no problem let's talk about it in the car yeah yeah all right let's go <laughs> the fair like don't forget your promise yeah 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 we'll meet you at the spot don't worry wait, all right wait, what okay. okay we'll we'll talk about this later let's <laughs> <laughs> all right uh and so you pile into the smart bird <laughs> <laughs> 13 turns the key pretty hastily and turns back at you and is just like i told you guys we'd have to play truth or dare and they all were pretty amenable to getting everybody out and to be honest they did not a bad job like the truth or dare lasted so long upstairs way longer than i thought uh i'm glad you guys are okay is everybody do you need anything i have um i have fey milk milkshakes oh yeah I, I, yes. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out and slap Riot's hand away from that shit. But I'm hungry. Riot, Riot, I, you know, I love you. 
I got like six hours of sleep last night because you kept having to go to the bathroom, turn on the fan. (laughs) We're not doing this again. We all need a good night's sleep. I do not have enough spell slots to cure your indigestion tonight. (laughs) I'll get toast. This is heartbreaking. Okay, okay. um, Right, right, right. I love you. I'm so sorry. Okay. I don't want it. You're right. Okay, pass the fame milk back here. This is a little sip. You love somebody, you love them farts and all. That's uh, that's what I've always said. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so how soon do we have to play Truth or Dare? Um, immediately, I'm driving us right to the spot. But are you I fucking think, kidding me? Well, all listen. Right. I mean, first of all, I just filled that place with Faye. You did. The first place they're gonna go is to the Faye zone, so we're not going back there right now. Okay. Second of all, I actually have a really nice spot, and I think you guys are gonna like it. Trust me. Okay. Okay. Any place is better than here. Yeah. Okay. What a tone shift. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) 13. Hastily but controlled speeds the little... What you... I think Celestine probably immediately recognizes this as a smart bird, like a ladybird but a lot smaller. Speeds the little smart bird away from the Vladimy, down a few busy and colorfully lit streets, slowing occasionally, allowing groups of partiers to cross the road to their next dingy dive bar. Only one tier higher than the spray zone, the play zone is almost as dewy, definitely as dingy, and seemingly a bit more lively, especially now as you realize it is the wee hours of the morning. A guitar solo whispers softly from 13's low radio as they make a few turns out of the bustling play zone and towards the cliffside. They finally pull into a small man-made garden area at the edge of the mountain and the cliff and turn the keys in the smart bird. The lights shut off, the engine quiets. You've arrived at a lookout and are perhaps taken back at the beauty of this particular area of the play zone. The waterfall rushes behind you, not so loud to be overpowering, and your focus is drawn to the nearly completed CGA stage below you, a few spotlights being checked spinning around. You're not so high up that the mist obscures the view out, and beyond the city, you see the colorful and swampy fey fields that seem to stretch on forever. Most of all, it feels private, sheltered by lush trees, parties, and the Vladimir far behind you. Wow. This is a good spot. You were right. Yeah. I like to come here to think if I need to get away from the Fae. Are you guys okay? Uh, like technically, yeah. My ego is a little bruised after that, if I'm being honest. Yeah. What happened? We just got totally fucked by Vlad and his goats. And just like everything that could have gone wrong kind of did. Celestine, who has been kind of silent for the whole ride just sort of breaks down in tears and is like it was my fault in what no I, I didn't i didn't i didn't heal everybody and i couldn't do it i couldn't keep us all up i, I didn't that is not i didn't do it you. good enough no no i'm so sorry you did so well you were the only reason that we're still living at all you got us out of there Ms. right yeah. i did not i did not keep you all safe i could not it's not on you that's you know we're all in this together and we've all had our contributions we've i've, I've certainly had my mistakes that round that was yeah don't don't be so hard on yourself I'm going to go up to Celestine and just, like, get on a knee in front of him. Celestine, I think the most important lesson you can learn is sometimes you just lose. It didn't need to happen like that. It just didn't. I could have been better. And now I I don't know what I'm... I don't know what I'm doing, Crater. Hey, 
In every single battle that you and I have been a part of, you've saved my ass so many times. We wouldn't be standing up on this lookout awaiting to play a riveting round of truth or dare in some city that I haven't been in years. If it wasn't for you having my back all this time. It's okay to fail once in a while. It's just a matter of how you come back the next time. And there is going to be a next time. But what if I let you all down again then too? And that's okay. I think it's going to happen. If we're going to be living this kind of lifestyle, we have to know when to pick our spots. Sometimes we're outmatched. All we can ask is that every one of us do our best. Like we've done that. We ran away when we had a chance to. And hey, once in a while, ride it or myself will save the group. But we still need you to be 100%. Because we, we need you really do yeah thank you thank thank you thank you both i'm sorry i'm 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 sorry i'll be all right i'll be all right i just uh (laughs) yeah it's okay uh i i i I left mom pa's farm to figure out who i am and I, I, just when I feel like I've found the thing that I'm meant to do, I, if I can't do it, then I'm. And then when we were in the, when we were in the network there, fighting all those doppels, I saw, I saw two things, two. Two futures, I guess. And one was with y'all, and it was so nice. But the other one... The other one was with Quintessa Sombra, who... Who I do so hope to see again, but... But y'all weren't there in that one. And I don't know... I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means that... Finding Quintessa... Is gonna mean losing y'all. We almost lost today, and I don't... I don't know. I don't... I don't want to make that choice. I don't want to... I want to be here to protect my friends, but I want... I also want to find what I'm missing, and I don't... I don't know how to do both those things. I'm so sorry. Listen. It's impossible to know what's to come, and... As much magic as there is in the world, there's so much more than two possible futures. And I think of all the things that we've come up against, uh, it's impossible to tell where we go from here. And all that we can do is just be there for each other. And I trust you. I trust you, Crater, with my life. Um, and likewise, I, I, you know, what have I got <laughs> left here? Like a, a social account? You know, more things to fuck around with. No, I, I'm, I'm here. I'm here, and I want to see where this path leads. And it's at your sides, and I'm gonna do whatever it takes to make sure that you see the end of this, whatever that means. And there's nothing that you can do that would be letting me down. I think Celestine just, uh, just cries and hugs Riot. As long as I'm around. I'm going to guarantee that you two kids won't be hurt. And I'll just join that hug. 
13's just leaking oil like crazy <laughs> in the driver's seat. Horrifying. <laughs> you you tried to take on a fucking names for Atu. I I'm just glad you made it back. I you, you are potentially the most powerful people I have ever met in my life. 13, I genuinely don't think it was close. <sighs> Yeah, but you tried it anyway. That's fucking ballsy, dude. <laughs> I, I think you have to. I think you have to go north a little bit. I think we're being a little cocky going in there. <laughs> go north. Go north. <laughs> Just a bit. I mean, maybe for you. <laughs> Thirteen um, kind of lets the embrace happen, and as that as it does. They uh, slowly get out of the car and go to the very tiny hatchback trunk um, and grab a little picnic blanket and just sort of like set it out at the edge of the cliffside. And they they just realize that maybe they should give you a moment and they go and sit legs dangling off the cliffside waiting for you to join. So that's the stage. Eh? It's big. Was it look inviting to you? Or? It looks like it could, hold a, it could be a lot of people standing in front of that thing. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty big. Pretty big production. Did you ever think about what it'd be like? I mean, I'd be lying if I wasn't having like anxious nightmares thinking about thinking about that performance coming up. <laughs> I think it'd be good for us, though. I think so, too. The damn good on Wilds. There's a nice to it, right? It does. Yes, yeah. it does. Yes, it does. I love you, too. I love you, too, guys. I love you. Love you. Love you both. Uh... Riot's going to go over and, uh, after grabbing the two on each of their arms, go over and sit next to 13 on the cliffside. Let's play some goddamn truth or dare, I guess. I guess. I'll, I'll get out of the car and go sit beside 13, feet dangling over the edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Celestine follows and, uh, lights up a joint and passes it around. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm... I'm sorry if I, I, like, I feel like I egged you on to do this and it was super dangerous. And when you came back and things weren't looking so good, I realized that I, like, I really give a shit. Um, and I just hope I can be more help if we do something like this again. I can't even believe I'm saying that. Like, the normal thing to do, I think, would be to say, let's never do anything like that again. But something tells me that you've done shit like this before. Oh, we've, we've done stupid shit and and killed it it's it's uh yeah it's a bit of a blow to do stupid shit and have it blow up in your face for sure but it doesn't you know we haven't lost very much so it's weird i will say last time we lost a fight we came back even stronger and killed him in the end yeah right remember remember we were fighting scavenge on that hilltop got away yeah i mean this isn't even our our fight like do we yeah i don't know i mean it is supposed to be how we help Teaspoon. So in that regard, I guess it is our fight. I mean, supposedly it's a means to get information for Teaspoon, but... Yes. Who knows if Chrissy can be trusted. What if we go back and tell Chrissy we killed him? She wouldn't know. I don't know. It's just a thought. Like, what if we just did it? And be like, we want the, we want the information right now. Don't give her a chance to verify it. Hmm. Then we can just wash our hands of this whole situation and fuck off to the sunset. Yeah, I mean... No. I don't... <laughs> no. I want to kill him. It's not gonna end like that. We're not just gonna run away. I want to kill him. And I don't know how I feel about feeling like that. 
He's a pretty bad fucking dude. He is. I, I get it. He is. I'm not used to having those kinds of feelings. It's been a lot since we started, but but I do know that I, I want to finish this. As that intention floats out over the cliffside and it hangs for a moment, you all hear sort of the rustling of branches and the creaking of a tree, a familiar sound to you as the flora behind you begins to open up enough space to permit the uncomfortably tall garden gnome and the tree woman. And they start to walk towards you and Thirteen's just like, I promised them and I'm sorry, we have to do this. Yeah. All right. They walk towards you (laughs) with purpose. The taste of truth or dare on their lips. It's so delicious to them. But, you don't need to make it so weird. <laughs> and it, and they walk for like a, an uncomfortably long time. Like they make you fucking wait for it. But almost just as they get to barely within a step of you, something changes. Both of them suddenly get wide-eyed, see something behind you. And they both scurry back into the tree very, very suddenly and disappear back into the flora. That's when you hear it. The footsteps behind you. You turn around. You see three deep lows. You recognize Jurisprudence Lee, and you do not recognize the other two, but you do recognize the look of suspicious authority figures who have recognized you. The three go to surround you, and Jurisprudence steps forward. Steve and possible accomplices, you are wanted for questioning by chief, constable, captain, commissioner, sheriff, beefs impartial, on suspicion of breaking... Entering and theft of digital property. 